Welcome to Murder, She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because I love them, but she don't. But then we talk about them because I do like talking, and you do too, as long as it's about horror movies. Uh, continuing the remakes of movies we just watched <laughs> theme <laughs> that we've kind of been doing the last couple of weeks, uh, we watched 2002's The Ring, yes. uh, directed by Gore Verbinski, uh, screened by, by Ethan Kruger, based on Ringu, or ring which was also based on a japanese book so lots of things there naomi watts is the big one in this one and then brian cox is in it too um Mm -hmm. and then some other people who you don't really recognize super well so sensitivities this one is a lot more gory scarier like the faces yeah the the, like the after they get killed their faces get much more creepy looking yeah there is a suicide Mm -hmm. creepy kids yeah Big, big part of this whole franchise is creepy kids yeah i I can't really think too much else though would you recommend this one spoiler free recommendation i mean i i don't want to watch it again (laughs) we'll go with that i i think this one's really good i like gore verbinski a lot and i was just saying to some people the other day like what happened to him he needs to come back he did this he did the pirates of the caribbean movies and then he did the lone ranger and everybody's like i'm like the Lone Ranger has many, many faults, but it's not the direction. That's the problem with that movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so this is pretty much the same movie. Once again, just kind of like we did last week with mm-hmm. uh, Let Me In. A little less supernatural. Yeah, there's... The, okay, so, you know, if you've listened to the Ring episode, you kind of know the rundown of the Ring this one, there's a few big differences. One, the first thing I noticed was that the videotape that they watch, very, very different. There's um, no words on it at all. Yeah, it's all visual. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a dead horse. There's a ladder. There's somebody looking down from a window instead of like with a bag on their head. The ring part is the same. Yes. The lady brushing her hair is kind of the same, but very, very different. It's um the the guy that she brings over, like the kid's dad, her not husband, ex-husband, but her ex. He's like, oh, it's very student film, which I'm like, yeah, it kind of feels like yeah, a student a film, you know? Metaphors for the sake of metaphors instead of, you know. Yeah. The kid in this is a little bit older, I feel. Yeah, he definitely feels older. And he, we see him drawing and... His mom comes in and she's on a work call and she loudly says shit outside and then comes in and is like, oh, sorry. <laughs> His name's Aiden. And, and he, he's... Does it, he doesn't call her mom. It bothers me so much. He calls her Rachel. Yes. The... <laughs> he's very like he acts like an adult. Like, yes, it's, he's one of those kids. Mm hmm. Who's, and who I've never I don't think I've ever met a kid like that in real life. It's just a movie thing. Right. Like I've met a couple i've met a couple they they do exist out there but they they have the respect and call their mother's mom (laughs) it's about to be mother's day put some respect on that damn name (laughs) i feel like if i knew that kid in real life i'd be like all right i didn't believe in exorcisms before but now yes now maybe maybe we need to do this he constantly has like bags under his eyes like he's Mm -hmm. real worried about something and stays up all night but no like he puts himself to bed and like he has a babysitter over at one point and she's giving the report to Rachel and she's like, yeah, it hit the time and he was, I went to look for him and he was already in bed and then he read me a b- bedtime story. <laughs> like that's this kid. But anyway, the, uh, the cousin the, dies. The kid, uh, Dave 
Dwarfman is the actor's name. Uh, he pretty much quit after like he kind of started growing up because he was doing horror movies because he's such a like a not creepy looking kid, an odd looking kid. Like sure. he's just he looks like a grown up in a I kid's think, body. I think there's a lot of like makeup that plays that up. Yeah, yeah, bit. yeah. I think probably the bags under his eyes are a little exaggerated. Mm-hmm. But he was also, I think, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one of the remakes of that. Oh, jeez. Like, at that point, it's like, sure, you're making money as a child actor, but all of that is going to go to therapy sessions <laughs> because it's, how do you how do you do Texas Chainsaw Massacre without the trauma? I, I you don't know? know, yeah. Like, there's ways of... Um, Shooting the kids around the correct, stuff, yeah. And not having them actually view what the audience is going to view. For those, I, <laughs> I, mm, I don't know about that. Anyway. Another big difference in this one, though, is the girl's mom asks Rachel to investigate. Yes. Which I thought was pretty interesting. It's a lot less like her being, oh, this is a curious thing that's happening. So the cousin dies. The sister of Rachel asks her, please, like, look into this. Ask them what happened. Blah, 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 blah. I saw her face. Uh, That's when we see her face, which is terrifying. And they do one of those quick cut things. Yeah. Just like, what was that? Yeah. And so a little bit subliminal messagey. She finds out that... Four teenagers passed away on the same day at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so that's, she goes off of that. Um, She develops the pictures like the one before. She sees the messed up faces. She goes to the cabin. She, you know, watches the tape. All of that stuff is practically the same. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm oscillating between like, I'm glad they're staying True to the original, but at the same time, I'm like, I've seen this before. <laughs> I, I think, okay, so the original, the Japanese one, I think it has a much better third act. I think this one kind of loses itself a little in the third act. Yes and no. Like, I would make the argument that with the supernatural part of the story of the original. Mm-hmm. Um, the like, psychic powers and stuff, is that what you mean? Correct. Right? Yeah. Like, there is, and, and the fact that they were passed down from mother to daughter, but the daughter was stronger, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then the father has psychic powers as well and, yeah, like, all of that stuff. I think that, if it was explored a little bit more, is more interesting than this third act. Um, this third act, I feel, just, like, phoned it in and made it, and simplified the story for the sake of ease of storytelling, but like if you got watching it like we did the original first and then the remake, there's so much more interesting packed into that third act. Mm-hmm. The simplified version is kind of better. It reads better Okay. for the film. Like if they kept the story simple in the original and I mean, how many of them did they make? You know, yeah, there, the- there was enough movies to share the burden of all of the supernatural, right? Mm-hmm. So like... Finding out after the fact that it was supernatural, I think, would have been better for the original. I like the more simplified version a little bit better. Okay. And you liked it flipped. Well, I I think this one is a better directed movie. Mm -hmm. I think Gore Verbinski is a really good director. I think the main character is more interesting in this one, but the father is less interesting. Yes. Um, The father in this one is really kind of boring. (laughs) Right. So the chemistry between Rachel and what's his name? Uh, Noah, I think. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Um, the kid knows that Noah is his father. Yeah. But I'm not sure how, because he's not 
He's not in the picture. Yeah, he's he's not in the picture. They broke up before the kid was born, it seems like. He did say something about how Noah, like, he's seen him while he's at the playground or something. Yeah. Taking pictures. Maybe he was taking pictures. I don't remember. It made it sound creepier. Yes. That that makes it like, "Mm, okay, what kind of guy is Noah? But anyway, there's a lot more animosity between Noah and Rachel than there was between the couple of the original. Mm -hmm. I respect the fact that you can go through a divorce and be separated yet still be amicable enough to solve this little mystery that you got yourself in you know that kind of scooby shenanigans (laughs) the fighting the bickering in between like all of the shit that was happening was a little distracting in the remake i was just the the thing i think i liked about the japanese version in the third act is that it feels more cohesive Mm -hmm. um in the american one they add in this whole thing where like okay so the big difference in the third act is uh, we find out that the little girl Samara um, was adopted by this family, and when she was adopted, things started going weird. And they could, like, it, Samara was like an, uh, maybe experimented on or something, mm-hmm. but she would never sleep, and she would cause nightmares to happen. And they would get these weird. She would make these weird pictures appear, and everybody's just like, "Oh, what? What is she? What's going on with her?" And so the mother, like. Samara ends up driving the horses. Wait, okay. So first, they move Samara out to the horse barn, so she's not living in the house with them in order to get away from like the nightmares or whatever she's. And calling. there's this really tall, scary ladder that yeah. goes up to a room, and I like the imagery of that, mm-hmm. but it is haunting to think about. Yeah. So she ends up Samara's weird like thing that she does to people starts working on the horses. The horses all end up like escaping from the pen and drowning themselves in the ocean, mm-hmm. which causes the like the gr- the mom who adopted Samara to like commit suicide. Um, she's also in, an, in a horse accident somehow, like during a, a show or something. And somewhere along the way, she ends up committing suicide. So Samara's adopted father ends up taking her out to the well and, you know... Uh, like putting a bag over her head and throwing her in there so it wasn't her dad in this one it was it it was her uh, adopted father brian cox played her wasn't it brian cox who threw her in there no the mother said i all i ever wanted was you put the bag over her head okay it was the mother mother. okay um see i thought she died first nope okay but anyway but like, so there's this whole like horse storyline, which was a little weird. Uh, they also meet Brian Cox, who was the father, mm-hmm. and he ends up killing himself, and uh, he like floods the bathtub and then puts a toaster he, or something. He states that my wife was never supposed to have children. Yeah, and I think it. I think he knew what she did. She had done, and I think that is what drove the mother to commit suicide. And so he's like, well. She's not going to be able to do, you know, Samara's not going to be able to whisper to me anymore and commit suicide in front of Rachel. Noah shows up just at the right time, conveniently. That's when they discover the the barn room. Yeah, which is a great visual. Yes. There was also a thing they do in this one that was like, 
weird, but like I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, I guess. Was there's uh, a scene where in the in the ring video, there's a fly on the TV that they're recording that the video on, so it looks like there's a fly on the screen, but like when she pauses it, the fly is still moving and twitching, and then she ends up like picking the fly up off of it, which was cool. And then her nose bleeds. Yeah, and then her no- well, yeah, that's what happens when you pick up flies that aren't real. <laughs> But yeah, I I like that scene because it reminded me of the Candyman, mm-hmm. the one that we mm-hmm. watched in theaters, the one that just came out with the bees tapping on the mirror and then all of a sudden being on the opposite side of the mirror and flying away. Yeah, I thought that was very. I, I really liked that connection in my brain that my brain had made. But this one came out before Candyman, but yeah, it works. Twenty years old movie. This movie is. Oh Jesus Christ! It works in both movies for. Completely mm-hmm. different reasons. And I don't think one was trying to copy the other, but it was just like it's on my mind because I'm watching a horror movie. One of the better ones, I think, is The Candyman. And they had bugs <laughs> come through screens as well, except it's a mirror instead of a, a television screen. Anyway. But yeah, the third act, uh, I think the Japanese one handles the third act a little bit better, a little smoother. It feels like. Um, well, yeah, because they have God in the machine everywhere of like, oh, the reason this happens powers, is because yeah. psychic powers. And like they just kind of ham fisted. Well, bit. in this one, Samara's just she's just like that. That's what she is. You know what I mean? Like she's just evil. She's just evil, uh, which is another big difference is Aiden um, after the kid, the kid. Uh, after Rachel like save or gets down there and like digs up Samara and all that sort of stuff in the well. Um then her Noah dies. Yeah. And Aiden's like, wait, 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 wait. You let her out? Why would you let her out? Like, she's evil. Yeah. And you helped her? You helped her? Why would you help you her? You were not supposed to help her. Yeah. Uh, which that I, was before Noah died. That was around the time. I thought it was like at the same she time. She comes home. She goes to Aiden and she's like, I saved you. And it's like cuddling with him. And he goes, So is it over? And she's like, Yeah, I got her out. And he goes, what? And like (laughs) totally goes creepy kid on her bags under his eyes. His nose starts bleeding. And so she's like, shit, it's not over. So then she starts calling Noah frantically. He's not picking up because, uh, yeah, girl came through the screen and Mm -hmm. is fucks him up pretty good. And there's a lot more blood in, Mm -hmm. in this one. There was no blood. In the the when the dad dies in the other one, I also um, like the uh, the water, the use of like the the yeah. pools of water. Whenever Samara has been there, there's yeah. pools of water everywhere, which was cool looking. And her adoptive dad kind of leans into that a little bit mm-hmm. because that's like he holds a toaster essentially, and I think it's like a TV or something. But yeah, yeah, he like used that horse bridle bridle to like yeah. put into his mouth, and I was like, oh, this seems really elaborate, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and just like fills the bathtub up and floods the whole upper level of the house and just mm-hmm. like, all right, deuces, I'm out. But yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think I could live with the fact that my wife killed the daughter that she prayed for for even so long. That it's a nightmare child that is creepy and yeah, weird. Like we did our best and that still wasn't good enough. Like yeah. this, it's kind of, you know, a metaphor for parenting. Like you, you hope you're doing okay. <laughs> I did the best I had with what I had. They haven't killed anybody yet, so, you know. Hey, you know. That's a, one step at a time. <laughs> and if we discover they have psychic powers. No, they don't. No, they don't. 
just ignore it, stuff it down. Uh, but the, the the visuals of Samara are very much the same as Sadako, um, like the long hair hanging in her face. Uh, I don't think we do the creepy rolling eye in the back of the head, like close up that we got yeah. with the the original movie, which I can see why they cut it out. It it some it can it can some if you do it don't do it properly, it'll come off a little goofy looking. But yeah, I, I did like it in the original. Um, but yeah, this is this is still a pretty good movie. Who's uh, who plays Rachel? Uh, Naomi Watts, I believe. She is beautiful. Mm, she is. She's just very. I don't know. She's not red lip pretty, I guess. In this one, she could pull off a red lip, but she's not. I don't know. Bimbo. She's definitely. They handle the ingenue very well. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scenes is when her boss comes up and is like, you're fired. And she's like, no, I'm not because I'm working on the best story you've ever heard. And he's like, yeah, what is it about? And she goes, <laughs> go away. And he's she, like, like, weighs him off. Oh, okay. And like leaves. <laughs> and he came to fire her. And she was like, mm, no, because that would be a dumb thing for you to do right now. And he believed her or, you know, she bravadoed her way back into staying. I don't know what what that is. But, you know, there's some misogyny that she's faced with. She's a journalist. You know, it's a man's newsroom. And she's like, no, I fuck you guys. I do what I want. But yeah, I, I think they handle the ingenue really well. There's no gratuitous cleavage shots. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very I I. I feel like that character was respected in yeah. the writing room, for sure. So, would you make a menu based on the ring? Sure. What would you make? Um, you know, onion rings. Onion rings. Those little, um... Fruit Loops. Uh, Cheerios. Peach rings. Gummies. Peach ring gummies, I miss yes. candy so much. I know. <laughs> I know. We're watching our sugars, guys. Yeah. Um, what other ring type? Funyuns? Funyuns. Pineapple rings. Uh, like the the... the, the where you grill it and put it oh, on yeah. a hamburger bun thing. Sure. Yeah. Donuts. Donuts, uh-huh. <laughs> Just the round ring type <laughs> foods, yes. Uh, anything else? Burgers? I'm, but no, that's not a ring. That's just a circle. You cut the middle out of <laughs> And waste a good burger like that? You fiend. No. <laughs> um, but like I have seen where you can do like a taco ring with the the crescent rolls you lay them out and then kind of do like a wreath of savory pastries i don't know um calamari but i don't like calamari (laughs) Uh, had calamari once it was delicious didn't know what i was eating at the time though tortellinis tortellinis because they are Mm -hmm. like you know in a circle but yeah that's all all (laughs) All circle foods all circle foods all rings rings ring pops get some ring pops oh my god that'd be cute (laughs) a juicy jewel of flavor wow what you don't remember the commercial? I mean, I didn't memorize the the commercial. Like you mentioned it, and I'm like, yeah, that was a thing. And then I'm like, but why does he know that? <laughs> like he could just like I go don't. through the files in his brain and be like, ring pop, I got you. Here you go. Juicy here's jewel the of favor. Here's the the slogan. <laughs> like what? The fuck? If I knew how my brain worked, I would probably be much more accomplished than I am. <laughs> I could figure out this whole thing. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be another quick one this week. Uh, let's yeah. get to the reading portion of the the, the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we watched The Ring. So we're going to do a scale of one to ten fingernails left in the well. Uh, 
One to ten horses in the water. Mm, horses in the water. That sounds like a um, song from Bjork or something. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> gotta come for... Horses in the water. For the swan dress queen herself. Huh? Yeah. See, I can recall things too. <laughs> And it was around the same time that this came out that she wore, it was, okay, maybe it was late 90s. Yeah, this was early, it was within five or six years, probably. There you go. It's relevant. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, York in swan dresses, because that was the weirdest fucking (laughs) tangent ever. Uh, One to ten um, uh, toaster baths. No. (laughs) Let's not highlight suicide. That's rude. One to ten rungs to get up, one to ten thousand rungs to get up to her little room in the barn. One to ten barn rooms. Okay, yeah, that's better. (laughs) One to ten barn rooms. Uh, So, like I said, I think this one is better directed than the original. Uh, I do like the third act in the original a little bit better, but overall, I think I like this one better. Um, not, not a lot better, but just a little bit better. Um, Noah is the big flaw in this movie. He's just a badly cast. Uh, he's kind of a nothing on screen. Like he has no chemistry with Naomi Watts. He has no chemistry with the kid. He's just there and kind, vaguely handsome white guy, vaguely handsome white guy. Um, <laughs> band name called it. <laughs> what? Band name called it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I said, uh, Gore Verbinski, comeback man. You need to make more movies. I, I want to. I want to see that one, last one he did. Um, uh, a cure for wellness. I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, but the back to this one. We are going to give this one. Uh, we gave Ringo a seven. So you know, what? I'm going to give this one a seven too, but like a slightly elevated seven. It's not There's worth. There's no half. It's well. It's not an eight. You know what I mean? It's not as good as Halloween. I'd rather. You know, it's not as get out it's it's good but it's not as good uh, or sorry this one is better than but it's not that level so i'm gonna give it a seven but you know i would rather watch this one than the original one but just barely mm. uh, i'm gonna give this seven barn rooms what about you uh i i really like the things i like in both films is the ingenue character is not your ditzy broad mm-hmm. um i think both of them were were respected in the writing room. Um, But Noah was very disrespected (laughs) in the fucking (laughs) writing room. Uh, He even has like a paramour that's his assistant. And I'm like, Ooh, that's Oogie. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. She seemed very young, very young. And, you know, Rachel obviously has a problem with this of like, Oh, this is okay. Fine. I thought I was going to get back with you after solving this mystery, but okay whatever and like that's when she gets catty and jealous Mm -hmm. not the greatest moment for rachel um but then at the end like i i think rachel's worst moment is when she discovers the body and runs out and as she's running down the stairs because the elevator's taking forever she's running down the stairs and she sees the assistant going into the elevator mm-hmm. and instead of warning her and being like hey we need to call the cops you don't want to go up there he's he's whatever she hides whether that's to protect herself but i got the feeling of like no that bitch needs to see him in the chair you know gone faced and what like it just felt like a caddy oh i'll get Maybe you back for, bit, yeah. for being the whatever to home wrecker the home wrecker but they weren't together right, anyway right, right, right. but yeah 
I think Rachel viewed her as that though. And that I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, so if I gave the ring a six or Ringu a six, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to give this one a five. Cause okay. I really, the third act of the first one, although convoluted was more interesting than the simplified version that we got in the American version. Um, but overall, this concept is is pretty enjoyable. It's, it's decent. I mean, they built a whole franchise off of the premise. Uh, they made multiple American versions as Correct. well. I think they made four ring movies in America and like five or six in Japan. Sure, I never saw a single one of them, but mm-hmm. Well, we own one and two, so of Good. the ring movies. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, I creepy kid factor is up. Yeah. In, in in the American version, oh, by, by far the the one the kid in the Japanese version is cute. Like this yeah. kid, I, I I don't want to talk bad. Like he's not. It's not like he's it's not, not cute. Yeah. He's just they make him very creepy feeling. Yes, he's written creepily. Yes, and he does great at being creepy. Mm-hmm. He's awesome, um, but I don't think he was as protected from the trauma of this film as the kid in the Japanese version was. Cause like, if you just look at the scenes that the kid is in, nothing happens in them in mm-hmm. the Japanese version versus yeah. the American version. He sees some stuff. Um, like he has a psychic connection. I guess that's where the psychic connection or uh, the supernatural psychic thing comes in. The kid seems to have a connection with, uh, his dead cousin Mm -hmm. because she's the one that tells him watch the video he's the one that's like why would you let samara out she's actually evil like he figured it out before his mom did and then his mom thought she figured it out and he's like no you're wrong bitch like (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i like it less yeah you liked it more i liked it less Naomi Watts is, is very nice to look at, though. So <laughs> Very much so, yes. Um, yeah, anything else? Mm. So what would you say, five? Five. Five uh, horse... Five know. barn rooms. Barn rooms. All right, so if you enjoyed the episode, check us out on Twitter. At Murder She Don't Want. Instagram and TikTok. At Murder She Don't. School year is almost up. I promise we're going to post a something to those <laughs> during the summer. <laughs> what is it? We don't know, but we're going to post something. Um... <laughs> Maybe a couple times. Oh, also, um, I know we hadn't uh, talked about it, but you realize it's been two years. We've been doing this for two years now. Like um, this month or uh, last month. Well, yeah. Well, I think our first episode came out in March two years ago, but like it wasn't like a weekly thing. We started doing it weekly during the summer. Okay. But yeah, we are hitting, we are just about, just, oh, just over two years ago. So yay, two years of... Us mm-hmm. just rambling on, <laughs> on microphone. Why are you still listening to us? We thank you. Please tell your friends. <laughs> uh, so yes, train us next week for the faculty. <laughs> and until then, remember seven days till our new episode. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the fuck. Hi, I got you.